Hey everybody. Uh, good afternoon. Matt Marinas here from White and Blue Review. Um, coming at you after Creighton's 76-74 overtime win over UConn. Um, pleased to be joined by the point god, Maurice Watson Jr. My guy, what's good? What's good? Gonna be helping me uh, kind of diagnose this, make me sound smarter than I am, and give me his thoughts on uh, how things went down today. I guess like First of all, Reese, how you doing? How's the family and everybody? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, the family's doing good. Um, my son's about 15 months now, so I'm just really enjoying being home with him during a time that I wouldn't normally be overseas um, or even in school. So, um, and then like, my stepkids are getting bigger. I mean, my wife is good. Mom and dad good. Brothers are good. So, I mean, just staying, staying blessed throughout you know, considering everything that's going on, everybody's doing well. Nice. Good to hear it, man. That little dude looks like a stud already. You're in trouble. Yeah, listen, listen. I, I got him a court eight months ago, and he couldn't even walk yet. Now now he's starting to use it, and I'm getting hyped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better keep you better keep sharp for he's going to get you soon. But I'm trying to have him to be like a little three-year-old phenom going viral everywhere, so he's about to be working. <laughs> give, him his little, give him his little grandpage. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so let's get into this. Like, what do you think? Uh, like, I don't know what you thought watching the game. I mean, it had some ebbs and flows to it, but it seemed like it settled into kind of a meek um, at some point. What did you think in terms of how Creighton was able to pull it out? Um, definitely. And I've been watching a couple games, so this is not just a one-time thing. I mean, I've been watching the majority of the games this year. Um, and I actually like what I see from them uh, because I know how Coach Mack operates in his mind, and I know what he – I don't know specifically what he's hoping to get out of this team, but I can kind of guess being as close to him as I was being a point guard. But um, I think, I think they played, I think they played well today. I just think that they had moments where they, we just didn't look as strong. We didn't look as confident. And I felt like, um, I felt like Creighton played today. Like we're in the big East and I played like UConn was trying to prove that they belong in the big East. Mm. Um, and it was just some points where I felt like they pressured us a little bit too. And we didn't, go back at them we just let them pressure us um there was times where I felt like we just looked lost trying to wait to see who who goes one-on-one and I mean big big shout out to uh to Denzel man he made some tough shots down the stretch um and that overtime that really it seemed like we didn't have anywhere to go until Denzel started picking up on offense and defense Mm -hmm. um but I really enjoyed watching the game I enjoyed the no quit um I enjoyed trying to figure out through those tough situations it didn't look like they ever argued or turned on each other. Um, and I think that's good, especially being in a, in a, in a still early in the season, um, especially yeah. in adjusted season. I mean, so like eight I was, I was, I was, I was yeah. happy to see what I saw. Yeah. I was happy to see what I saw considering. Yeah. I think that's like one of the things my main takeaway was like, they lost that Marquette game playing really well offensively because they didn't play do, really well. Yeah. They didn't do the toughness play. Like they didn't, they didn't, they didn't win 50 50 balls. They didn't get offensive rebounds. They didn't keep Marquette. And that's something I wanted to, class. I wanted to mention. Um, I tweeted today, soft, shaking my head. And I saw your tweet that was like, don't say soft every time they run people out the gym. <laughs> and I agree with you. I agree I with you. I agree with you. Cause I see that a lot. Whenever we don't blow people out, even when I yeah. play, it was like, Hey, you know. mm-hmm. I mean, soft possessions, soft moments. That's what I mean. Like just soft. Yeah. So like, I mean, like, that's, that's why I said, game, no I'm like, you sure. can't call the team soft. Like they're the, right. Human beings from a behavior standpoint, just like, it's not consistent. Like they're going to go in and out. Yeah. So, so like there's going to be, I, I there's going to be a stretch. Effort. Like, okay. They didn't block that dude out. There's going to be stretches where it's like, okay, that was a soft play, but the team as a whole, 
doesn't you know, Creighton isn't as shooting twenty six percent and winning that game uh, <laughs> if they're soft. Like that's just gotta uh, stop. Like it has to stop. I mean, besides Jeff, besides Jeff, Creighton didn't have the traditional five man. Like I mean, Greg and Jeff were back to the basket. Like seven footers. I mean, Justin was seven foot, but he wasn't really like your rebounding big man. He wasn't even your typical right, post up big man. He was we a were, new age five. For like sure. in yeah. like 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 even in practice before I got hurt, we were running like I was setting ball screens for him. Like you know what I mean? Like he was on the perimeter. You know, it was it was gonna be some stuff coming out before mm. I got hurt. But um, I mean with Martine and now with 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 Christian, they don't have a traditional big. So they have to battle on the boards. They always got switches. They always are at some kind of mismatch. But you don't see people killing them in the post. You don't see them getting really killed on the boards. Right. A soft, that doesn't happen to a soft team. No, exactly. That's what I mean. Right. So the numbers you can tell. I, I was like, even when they were losing, it's like forget the result. Like even if Creighton had lost that game, you can't tell me, you can't tell me you watched that thing and said, Creighton lost because they were soft. Creighton lost because they right. missed good shots. They, like, they got good I mean, even even the game against even the game against KU, I mean, right. and, and 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 that's why I tweeted about Marcus and the free throw was that, I mean, we shot terrible the second half, terrible the second half of that game. There was nothing to really hang your head on, and I wanted to kind of let that be known to him. Mm-hmm. But even that game, I mean, you have to really, I mean, that, and that's something I want from, like, fans to watch now, I mean, and try to do with themselves, is to really watch the game and really, like, try to educate yourself because – when you're just saying things like that, I mean, you're kind of crushing players as well. Um, you also have a way to spark up those other fans who don't know as much. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it's, I mean, it's an IQ thing. It's a it's an experience thing. So, I mean, even when we're doing like setting up for this podcast, you want to have certain certain points to talk about, certain questions you want to ask. You have to be prepared going into it. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to randomly tweet, "Oh, they're soft," and I haven't watched the game in 20 minutes. You know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like a lot of fans do that. They they see the stats and they go, oh, well, he was three for 12 and he has five turnovers. Or, you know, they watch from five minutes on and just see that we're exhausted, we're tired, you know, we're mentally banged up. Those things carry on you, you know, carry on you. Um, and the one thing that's underrated is Coach Max. You have to be locked in the whole time playing for Coach Max. Meaning, like, like for me, like, I know we had, we did two plays every game. It was two plays to start the game off. But Coach Matt gave us three plays that we ran most. And you had to remember those plays throughout the game. And, you know, it's just run, 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 transition. But every now and then, he's like, I don't want them stealing my signs. So run play two. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's 10 minutes into the game. Mac, I don't remember what play two was. Yeah. Or I don't remember, you know, come out of timeout. We got to run a full play, get back, and then run play one. Like, we just drew it. So many times come out of the huddle, I'm asking Marcus or Ronnie, like, or, or you know, Justin, like, hey, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> what do you yeah. gotta do it's just right. a, it's a lot it's a lot man so to have that and then to remember defensive schemes and mm-hmm. to remember the scouting report which is really important for him it's a lot of mentally uh, a lot of mental things you have to do on top of this dude who's making every single shot right now um yeah. how did you know how did the fire um where we're missing there's no fans like you know it's a lot going on. And then you don't know that's the personal what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, you you can't – if people saw the way you guys prepared, it goes back to, like, you, before you, like, the way you guys prepare is so – there's so many details in your preparation because he knows or the coaching staff knows that in a game you got to remember that stuff in the fire. When it's – when, when it could go against you. Like, when it can start to snowball, you got to be able to get yourself right mentally. 
That doesn't you can't be soft and do that. You cannot be soft and do that. And I think the one, the best thing about that, the mental part for Coach Mack is he don't like he don't care if you get like he'll care if you get scored on. Obviously, Mm -hmm. he cares. But Coach Mack, it was so many times in practice they would score, and I put my head down like, ah, dang, he scored. And he's yelling, go, 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 go. You know, you have to have a quick, a quick mind, a short fuse. You got to go, 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 Mm -hmm. a short memory. but to also feel like you can get scored on once or twice and he trusts you to go back and look, you can get the bucket back on him yourself. Yeah. Um, it it gives you confidence. You know, he's never going to complain about a bad shot. I think I heard him say today, um, we don't talk about bad shots or just or missed shots, just the yeah. right shot. Or something right. like that, he said. Yeah. Just the exactly. right shot. Yep. That was it. And that right shot might be at 28 seconds on the shot clock. It might be at two. Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to turn down Mitch Bollock from 20? With 29 seconds on the shot clock, no, I'm not gonna do that. That's Mitch. He got to shoot that shot. So to have, you know, the team has a lot to think about, you know, when they're going. Um, and I think that you got to kind of think about that when you kind of think about how the physical toy can have on your body as well. Yeah, I think it's you know it's kind of interesting because book night got going, but I think I'm glad you mentioned Denzel because it wasn't just it wasn't just his plays that he made in overtime, which I thought kind of like sealed it in a way. That kind of sealed um, it, right? But like Book Knight was going crazy. I mean, he was easy on a forty piece, and probably easy. probably fifty if he had kept going. But like through the last like fifteen minutes, I charted it. Denzel pretty much guarded him exclusively. Now they had like oh, schemes okay. in terms of gap coverage and whatnot that Creighton right. does. So it wasn't like a one man show, but so Denzel we was checking him. He only he was, had okay. eight points on nine shots the last fifteen minutes of the game. But what was he like one for eight? Because I remember he uh, was he was two for nine. He had, two for, he had, two for nine. He had 29 yeah. points. He had 29 points or 10 to 15 shooting. Yeah. At the time. And yeah. I think that's when they switched Denzel on him. And then he 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 was coming off ball screens and staggers. And when Denzel was on him, I seen him at the elbow running horn screens or you know what I mean? So yeah. Denzel did a great job on him. And that's what I was looking for. Um is somebody, and I don't know if they're doing this in the huddles, but is somebody gonna come grab him and say, yo, I got him now. You know what I mean? Move. Follow him real hard or smack us in something. Not hurt him, but, you know, who's going to take this initiative when this dude is scoring 12 straight points? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not just, well, I'm switching, but who's going to get up on him, make him feel uncomfortable? I felt like he was he was comfortable out yeah. there. I mean, um, he was. He was getting to the rim. He was hitting shots. Like, he was everywhere he wanted to get, he got. Like, that's – so you got to break that rhythm somehow. Like, I, yeah. what did you see in terms of how Denzel did that? Because they set a lot of ball screens for him. Um, that are tough um, to I get think, over, I think like... he, I think he kept contact. Okay. Um, and when I and I noticed that when he was scoring and shooting them shots, he was able to do like a, a, a pull back into a step back and shoot, and it would be contested, but not like hand in his face, just kind of hand up as he's releasing. But I saw Denzel making constant contact. So when he was coming off them screens, Denzel had an arm on his hips. You know. Um, when he had the ball, I see him jabbing at it and poking at it. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Even when shots go up, if you have a score and a shot goes up and you give him a hard box out, you hit his chest or you hit his stomach, he might be like, hold up. Mm. He's going to feel that for a couple for a couple plays. Um, and I think it was a lot of little things that Denzel did. But also just even even probably for the for, uh, for Bug Knight is when you see somebody switch up on you and they get you one or two times, then you kind of like, okay, you know what I mean? Maybe I got to slow down. Um but I think it's always that team effort, but you need that dog to step out there and say, mm-hmm. let's wake up. That's um, kind of what they're like having to recalibrate because Tyshawn was that dog last year. Like 
he just would go out there and it, it took him a while to like I keep having to tell myself that. this because like it is only eight games in the season. So last year, eight games in, Tyshawn wasn't turned loose to go lock dudes up yet. So it, it does take right. a little bit to figure out. But the, the that's what they had last year. Is like I'm, if they yeah, had dude, be... if they had a dude that they were worried about, Tyshawn went out and shut that dude's water off, made everything tough for him, and they could live off of that. Uh, right. They could play off of that. This year, they're kind of trying to figure out what that is. Like how does that? How does that? Right. How does that look? Like when um, there's a guy going off. Who's our stopper? And that, yeah, and that's and that's kind of and that's kind of what I what I meant by um, before we started recording this identity, right? Like who like you knew Tyshawn. Like I, I'm gonna have to talk about myself because I can do talk about what we did personally more than I can talk about what they did. Yeah, but even like well, I mean, when for I was you guys, playing, it was Kyrie. I mean, we had, Kyrie that, I mean we had Kyrie. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't even so much talent and ability, especially with Kyrie, because everyone knows this. Kyrie was weak mentally his first year. Right, a year or so, right? So we started to get that sophomore year toughness mentally. Where he wasn't missing free throws, dudes went like he would get scored on and be done for the practice type. So I feel like with me being what I was trying to do was trying to have the whole my whole hand on the team. So I tried to like, if you ask anyone on the team, they'll tell you I'm always mad. Like they'll say, "Yo, Wop, you always mad about something. You always mad about something, or you always got to talk to us about something, or." Every play, you telling me what I should have did different or what I could have did better. So I said, listen, y'all got to be mad then. They got us third in the Big East. We the best team. You know what I mean? Or they they got us 22 and we should be five. How was that not upsetting y'all? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How was it that I'm on first team and Marcus, you're not, on, you're not even, you know. So me always being mad, I felt like that the team kind of picked up some of that. So when somebody got scored on the game, I'm like, yo, what's up? Toughen up. And whether you're gonna be mad at me and want to go out there and play hard, or you start, we started getting this, we started watching a lot of future as well. And we started talking a lot of trash, started feeling like we were just on top of the world, rock stars, and they was beneath us. So we started playing like that, talking trash, uh, didn't mind uh, battling and banging. So that brought us closer. So we felt like we were going into a fight ready to win every time. Mm. And when the game got tight, I would go to them, huddle them up. Yo, we're not acting losing this game. You know what I mean? Uh, excuse my language. We're not, we're not losing this game. And, that, that and I was, was waiting switch, to right? see that today. Yeah. Yes, that was the switch. Like, that was the switch. Now, eventually, it became Marcus started to do it. And then Justin would do it. But I at least got it started. So I don't take the credit for it. But but I take – I mean, that was my – that was my role senior year was to really be there for everybody, do the off-the-court stuff so that Coach Mack had it on the court and then I lead on the court. But with today, like, even when Marcus had those those turnovers, I would have liked for him to go and he turned it over and they went to him and just was dapping him up. Or he was missing the shot. He airballed and just kind of put his head down. Does the team follow that? Mm-hmm. Does the team follow that? Or, or Because to me, I felt like the team already follows him. I felt like with me, it was transition because I like to run. I like to move. Where it may even look out of control sometimes, but it works. I feel like Marcus is so poised and he's smooth and he's under control that sometimes that could get him just in a little bit of trouble in terms of when to put that gear on. Mm-hmm. I thought... I thought Ronnie Harrell had the same problem. He was just cool in his personality that he didn't want to, you know, get it going. Sometimes you got to just get it going. And I felt like the team today should have kind of brought him in a huddle at a foul shot or, you know, coming out of a timeout, just the five that's going to the court huddle up and say, yo, we got to pick our point guard up right now. Yo, let's go. Who's, you know, we got to pick it up right now. You know what I mean? Nobody's face had a toughness, like a frown to it. I saw a toughness with their play. 
but I would like to see emotions on the court with their faces, with their body language. Um, and I think, I think when Marcus gets now, Marcus had that last year, and I think it's the injury that he's trying to get back from. Like you know, he's hurt, mm-hmm. but he also was hurt last year with surgery. <clears throat> it's hard to come back from surgery, but you also have a bad year. There's no fans. There's no you got to start practice, start practice, stop start. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand, but like I said, I'm gonna hold this point guard to the highest standard. And I felt like I felt like he has to rather have somebody with him, like whether it be Mitch. I would say Mitch because he's the other old one. Yo, when I'm not down, bro, you gotta come pick me up. You gotta come show me that. Like, so for me, Marcus was that one, uh, Foster. I said, listen, if I'm messing up, come snatch me up. Yell at me, curse me out. Let the team see that I can be cursed out as well, and I'll and, and I'll respond better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Many relationships, and I feel like whoever. Uh, Marcus is closest to on the team right now. Hey, listen, man, when I'm having my days, which I might have them, I might feel sick or I just might, my mom might be tired. I'm just not feeling it today. You got to pick me up. And I think that's the communication aspect that I don't see as much on the court. But I do everything else right. Yeah. I don't need them to be robots. I feel like they have to just be basketball players at the same time. Yeah, that's tough too because like you're watching and you're trying to pick up those little cues. Um and you're right, like Marcus was a dog last year. Like, so you wonder if some of the physical things that he went through are affecting that part of like his swagger, I guess is the best way to yeah, say it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, and he's a because how, right? how do you like, yeah, because how do you get right. how do you how do you be that cutthroat if you're not like totally sure what you're what yeah. you've got going on right now? That's what so I mean. his first so his first year, I wasn't a fan. I liked him, but I wasn't a fan. Loved his game. But his sophomore year, it was that dog that I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, I might have fallen in love with his game now. Just the, the yelling and the screaming. And the, I mean, I, I know it's nobody to yell at anymore. Like, I know <laughs> that. And, and I, I came to Creighton for the fans. Like, yeah. at, at the end of the day, what, what separated Creighton from all the other schools was the 18,000 and the way they ride for the, for the team. So that's why I came. So I know that's the reason why he probably came there as well, like a top, a top reason. Mm-hmm. So to not have that it probably kills his steam a little bit. But I will say this. I tore my ACL in 2017. Last year, I was in Italy in August. My knee did not feel 100% normal until then. Really? So my whole first year playing, I got took 18 months to rehab. Now I did ACL and meniscus, but I did 18 months to rehab, a year as a pro, and I wore my knee brace every day. I just didn't trust it. Like, I didn't trust it all the way. He could be going through some of that. Like, maybe I don't want to cut as much. I don't want to – like, he may have been a stop-on-a-dime shooter. Stopping the dime is not the first thing you want to do when you have had a knee problem. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. His game could be changed. He could be trying to switch his game up to still be effective. And maybe, like, I don't want to see him become a strict, like strictly a jump shooter, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I think his game is, like, he was great. Uh, poised, throwing the lobs, poised with the pass. He's great at that. He's great at others. But I was watching an interview that I did with um, after we beat Xavier my junior season, and I said – those last seven, like, it was hurting us that I was being so passive because those last seven to eight minutes, the team was looking at me to take over. That might not be scoring, but at some point, like, I noticed this. The first half, he's always passing. In the second half, those first two or three possessions, he's aggressive. He shoots a couple threes, he gets to the rim, and he mm-hmm. kind of gets himself going, right? Um, but he got to be able to do that. When it's seven, eight minutes, boom, it's switching. You know what I mean? Now, I'm going to look at Coach Mack and say, Coach Mack, I see this play. Like, I think, I think we should get Denzel the ball. No, no, no. I think we should get Christian the ball. Christian was the X factor today for me. Yeah. He t- 
to me, Chris is the toughest on the team. Really? He, I don't. Uh, DJ, I, I gotta. I kind of. I, I think I love, DJ first. I love like, DJ. Okay. I love DJ. I love DJ. I love him. And I didn't like him at first. I didn't think I was gonna like him at first. Uh, I don't know. I think I might have just been hating on Creighton at the time that everybody committed there. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm a little bit more calm. It's like, oh, okay, cool, right? Like, but I mean, I always show those guys love, like you know what I mean. Um, but with but with Christian, it's just, I mean, and, and, I, and I guess it's a tandem of both of them. But I but I tune into Christian more. But I he reminds me of Martin. Like I feel like I can tell him and Martin we're kind of close. He gets every board that he should get. He is tough at finishing. I mean, he tries to. I mean, he tries to dunk everything, and he might take a wild shot or two. Like he took a runner, like a jump hook kind of that was almost from the foul line. But you got to live with that sometimes, man. When he's he's like bailing you out with the dunks. Like today, we, we were down by two in the clutch, and he got a big, big, yeah, tough, he like six big tough oh, rebound. Yeah. Tough and I mean, just I mean, makes free throws. I see him communicating. I see his mouth moving all the time. Whether it's him angry at something or him yelling because he's getting a dunk, or just screaming like. To me, like that's toughness. I think DJ cannot be punked at all. Like, ain't nobody punking DJ at no, all. No, he's that guy. He's punk. not that dude. He's like, yeah. ain't nobody messing with the, ain't nobody messing with the team because they know DJ on the team. Like, mm-hmm. like that's right. Yeah, he's that. He's the. He's the. He's the enforcer to me. Okay. Like, and he's solid. So you go to him when you need something solid. Like you go to him for that game winner or that game tire. Mm-hmm. Is he gonna do what he do? And he gonna do. And he gonna be strong at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He makes. He makes. He's shooting his open shots more. I think he does a good job of picking when to and when not to shoot those shots. Sure, yeah. Um, and, I, and, you know, I think he's, he's so strong, man. He's so strong that I think I would like to see a little bit more of, like, when he does pump fake, to maybe take a drive and let them big shoulders work. You know what I mean? Put a guy in, like, once you get a guy on your hip, use them shoulders. You know what I mean? And he yeah. does it, like, I'm, I'm obviously only talking about this last game. But, I mean, the game against Kansas, he was really aggressive. He was really aggressive getting to the rim. Um, the game against uh, Marquette, he was aggressive. I mean, last one against St. John's, he was on the Against St. John's, solid. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, every game I'm naming, he's just solid. And mm-hmm. I think, to like, what he does, and I can say this about him, Mitch, Christian, pretty much the team, that's what Mac recruits. I try to, no matter what happened, Coach Mac can wake up and say, I'm getting 12 and 10 out of him today. It may be 21 and 10. It may be 11 and 14. Mm-hmm. Somehow he's going to get me that 12 and 12 and 9. 12. Like, I don't have to worry about what he's going to do. He's going to talk. He's going to be a leader. I can focus on other people who are younger or who don't have it down pat. Mm-hmm. With DJ, I don't worry about him. I know what he's going to do. I know what Christian's going to do. That's toughness to me. Like, just so tough. Yeah. So tough. Um, I love, I mean, I think. I think Mitch. I think Mitch played well, but I, but I, but I think Mitch let, allows himself to get lost. Like I Mitch, think, well, I think, I think with, Mac- it's tough because Mitch is one of these dudes who literally has. He's got that type of range where he's got that type of range. <laughs> you can't still, let him catch like, it. Yeah, you can't let him catch with any space because he can shoot that and hit it. I think with him is yeah. like he does, he understands the game from a standpoint of just me catching or being IQ, in the spot. Yes. He understands he's already making an impact. Yeah, like that's it. Like right. Be a threat, right. and it opens things up for people. Like right. and when I get so, a good look, I gotta let it go. So I think that's right. what Mitch. Right. I think so, that's what people don't understand about Mitch's game. I think a lot is like everybody wants like fifteen shots a game because he can hit right. ten of them. Right. right? He can shoot it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like him I mean, just this, being running around, being active, catching shot fakes, like all that stuff. 
opens things up. Right. I mean, it's the same thing as like if you just want your rim runner. Your rim runner will run the rim and he'll attract attention. And you can kick it to the corner, right? Yep, yep. So for like, I mean, I saw today like Mitch was setting some ball screens. You know what I mean? To get that switch and he was getting the ball. I mean, but that could even open up like, and I know Mac is good at this because we did it with Marcus, but when Marcus Zag is driving, like always go to Mitch's side, right? Because they don't help. So you'll always have one-on-one. You know what I mean? Like those are little things, right? But with Mitch, I feel like I told Mitch this. Mitch lets himself get into his head that way. Like, so it was this guy I went to, to Boston with and they with John Papali. The same way. Never missed. Never missed. But like, that's not the smartest shot. So I'm not shooting it. Or, hey, I'm the one that's getting the attention. So you drive. You shoot it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, but but if you know, whenever Mitch shoot, he don't even got to make it sometimes. Everybody hype. Ooh, and that just... You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like now you I got, got you. dudes crashing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am trying to like get the point off of. It's not always about what you can see or even hear. Like, it's you got to think three moves ahead. So like, think about it in this way: If I come down on Mitch, I get the ball at the hash. I'm a pump fake. If he jumps, I'm gonna swing at Demarcus. Cool. At least I know he's gonna jump. Next possession, I know I'm gonna get the ball again because I'm I'm Mitch, and then the offense is gonna you know we swing the ball. Get it again. I'm going to pump fake again. I'm, I'm going to pump fake one dribble. All right, cool. Now that's two possessions. I know what he's going to do off my pump fake. When I did my little sidestep, he didn't move. So I'm going to get a little closer this time. But those two possessions set that up. Mm-hmm. Mitch can come down and shoot three threes from the hash mark and miss all three of them. I guarantee he'll get two layups. See, that's The coach why. will say, hey, even if he missed them, he must can shoot them. Go out there. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like sometimes with shooters, with great shooters like Mitch, you gotta force it. Yeah, you gotta get I mean, that freedom. To, like, that's like, why I wanted you on because you see anywhere. the game. You see the game just like I don't. I haven't seen anybody see the game with you before. Like that's why I had to have you on. Mm-hmm. But like, out and then so like I want you to tell me like what you see out of Marcus because I think I think Marcus is really good at something you were really good at, and it's not easy to do. It's like that point guard that's in that ball screen that knows what's going on on the other side of the floor without looking at it. I don't know. If I, but I don't know if I explained that right, but like he can no, you come did. off, he can come up a ball screen and there's a lot of strong side of tension. Cause he's got corner. And he kick. can make that overhead. Pass yeah. To the corner he's got the lob on the slip and he's got the corner kick and he's got the pull up that he can, that he can hit at the, in the mid range, but he'll like, he'll make a play that you don't even think he sees cause he's not looking over yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And it's like open three for Mitch on the wing. You want to know what open I see three from three for Den, open three for Damian on the corner. Like, how does he see that? How does a point guard One see thing that? that I see from Marcus about that is that reminds me of myself is he is great. A great setup man for the hockey pass. Like, I mean, for the hockey assist, the hockey assist, like yes. he'll drive and he'll kick it to Mitch, but the real shot is to Damian. Mm-hmm. So Damian's getting that shot is off of Marcus's drive. And I think that's what he sees that is really special. But I think the thing that makes you know where everybody's off them ball screens is you just have to know where all five spots are in that play. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're a shooting guard. You have to worry about where you you and the point guard might be. But as a point guard, you have to know all five spots because if if Christian's not in his right spot, it's Marcus's job to get him there. Yeah. Marcus can't start the play until Mitch gets to this corner. Marcus goes to the elbow. Uh, Ronnie, you know what I mean? Like, he has to right. know where everybody is. It has so, to be in sync, yeah. He has to be in sync with them. And at the end of the day, he's their point guard. Like, he's the coach on the court. He's their point guard. When they don't have it, he got them. When he, you know, hey. Uh, I just think like, you, I think like, you, you like, see it, like, because you see dudes will, like, come off that thing and try to hit that flip back, and they'll throw it into, like, a, uh, into a fan's chest, like, because right. there's no one there. 
And you're like, what right. the hell was that? And it's like, well, they're supposed to be, they so the, think there's something there. Where the game is supposed to, right. So the yeah. game says, the game says there's supposed to be somebody there. If, if, if I have a man rolling, I'm supposed to have a field guy there. Mm-hmm. That's what the game says. And then that's why I say you have to have that. And it's all, and now having two coaches post-Coach Mack, beside my dad, there hasn't been a coach that's given me the freedom, given me the range to make those decisions to, to, like Mac was calling plays, and I was like, Mac, that's not gonna work. I want to call this one. Like, mm-hmm. even when I tore my ACL, Mac didn't suck me in. I sucked myself back in. Like he had that trust in me, and I think, and I didn't, you know, I think that's what Marcus has. He has that. He has the trust of Coach Mac, mm-hmm. and that only comes from Coach Mac seeing him put that work in. My junior yeah. year, Coach Mac yeah. was like, "Listen, bro, like I know you want to be captain, but you're not in the gym enough. Like, you know, you in the, like you in the bar all the time. Like I hear you out all, all like you are, like you know you partying, but my senior year." We, I'm not in that gym, in the gym, in the gym. I didn't go home that summer. I was in the gym, in the gym, mm-hmm. in the gym. I was texting, hey, I'm just at the gym. And the more I was in the gym, the more I could see that he would let me, you know, really do what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um, in terms of other players with leading them and telling them where they can and cannot go. Like, hey, Coach Mac, I think we should have a shooting practice today because we all tired. Those things came from me being in the gym more, the bar less, and more locked into the team. Yeah. I think what Marcus needs to do the last – step on his ball screen and this is what I learned from Chris Paul I went to Chris Paul camp twice every ball screen he should be attacking to score okay, every so single time he come up the ball like, screen, he should be like attacking to score downhill like it's like that's downhill like okay okay downhill I mean even if you want to like uh slow dribble like that little escape dribble that little hezzy dribble that you wait yeah you can go into up. a floater pull up he, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because he set up he set up uh, a, a easy dunk for Christian today. I think it Christian. was Christian. Oh my god! I think oh, it was in the first half. Like people. you saw him come off the ball screen, and he went downhill. But and then the post defender walled up, and he's like, "All right, come with me here." Threw it over his head, and he, and he threw exactly. that in and out dribble. Like maybe it's not even like a big thing. It was like two feet out, a little bit further from the paint. And the the post exactly. player, the post player was like, "I'm coming with you," and he's like, "Okay, I got you." Then and I was like a little lob over Christian, because... easy dunk. Like, I really, that's because he that's because he is preseason player of the year, Marcus Zagorowski. That's 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 what that is. And that's what he has to use to his advantage. Like me, like two things my senior year, and I'm I'm gonna I love Marcus, so I'm I'm always comparing him to me and how I would help him if I had the chance or how I could, you know, if I was in his shoes. But um what I did was I came up to be aggressive, like to score, because he is a great point guard. So his instincts will take over. That's what Chris Paul told me. I'm going to score every time, but the point guard in me won't let me not make this live pass. Mm. So it's like the go to score, me, go to score until the defense makes you do something else, basically. And, and make yeah, but okay. he, but also realizing because he's Marcus Zagorowski, they're going to do it anyway. Like yeah. when Marcus Foster committed and he came, I saw in the paper it said uh, Maurice Watts won't have to score as much because Marcus is here now. So I went to Marcus and I said, "Listen, bro, I love you, but it's still my team." Like. I know what they're saying, and I know what you can do, but it's still my team. Like, you just score, I got you with the rest, right? And Marcus, was, he's not that type, so it wasn't like, a, oh, this is my team. It was just like, all right, bet. Like, go ahead, do you. Mm-hmm. And because I was first team preseason, because they had all these, I'm always in the paper, always in the news, always doing something. Teams are going to watch me. All the stuff. You're, you're, you're always talking, too. I'm all, so, I mean, that's like, don't, I'm always talking. Don't, t- don't act like it's just that. us. Don't act like it's just us. Listen, we just turn the, rec- the recorders on and you go. We turn the recorders on and you go. Like that's that's you. <laughs> I have narratives that I'm trying to push. 
That's right. You have things to say. I know you. I know you. <laughs> so, I mean, um, I think he needs to be aggressive to score, come off them ball screens, and use the attention that he's getting to his advantage. Mm. Right? So, I mean, they're going to, like, listen. <laughs> Two or three defenders coming at you at a time. Denzel, like, like Denzel, go, but even this, like, like, like Denzel goes to shoot, Mitch gets the rebound, gives it to Christian, Christian scores and gets fouled. You know, the first person they put the camera on is Marcus. He wasn't even involved in the play. But he, but because he wasn't involved in the play, the camera goes to him. Like, that's the type of attention that he gets because mm-hmm. of who he is. Mm-hmm. Use that to your advantage, right? Yeah. Go over for, hey, like, me and Marcus love putting our jerseys over our mouths. And Isaiah, like, listen, they think we're saying something, but we're really not. You know what I mean? Um. And I, I just, I just really think that he has everything he needs. I just think he needs to get his dog back, and yeah. whether that's him being comfortable with his knee, um, whether that's him trying to get comfortable with the fans. Like it's only eight games. Like I played in that TBT, and it was a struggle with no fans. Yeah, so yeah. I understand. I didn't because you guys play. feed off that. I want to play. Like you need that. Yeah. Even when you guys are just hooping in the oh, hooping I mean, in the park, the like, like you need, you need fans. Like Rucker, think about Rucker Park. Think about Rucker Park. Like remember Rucker Park and dudes are going off. Like that that thing that game goes off because that place is blown up. Yeah. And everybody's on the court and everything like that. But there's there's no place like Creighton though for that. So some places like if if I was still at BU, which I love BU, but we got three thousand fans a game. I wasn't missing much. Mm -hmm. I was still silent sometimes. Mm -hmm. You go to Creighton (laughs) for fans. Like you go there for the. I don't care what nobody says. You're not just going to Omaha, Nebraska for, for no reason. Until you've been there, you see the fans. That's what they get you. I came back to school for the fans. So to not have the fans, I would have been hurt too. I don't know if I would have played well my senior year if I didn't have the fans. I just mm-hmm. – I can't give you that. Mm-hmm. I can't give you that. Um, Creighton fans at that, like, oh, yo, the fans are just – that love is so real, especially it's, especially when you're the point guard and, you know, you, you're starting to lead the team to something. So they're top ten. Got cut like I felt like if I would have come back for another year, that's what it would have been like for me. Cause he got hurt into the season early during the tournament, and it was a big like, <sighs> but it was a meniscus, so it wasn't that big of a deal. So it was like yeah. ah, now we're waiting for him. What he's gonna do this year? Mm-hmm. And he's having a really good year. Like he had twenty, he's making free throws. But you're gonna hold him to that? I need thirty and ten just because. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> right. I don't. But I don't think he should let the. I don't think he should let the losses get to him. I don't think he's like. I don't think he should let. Nothing should get to him if Coach Mack don't say it. Oh, okay, I got you. He should always have right. that. It's, always have that belief as long as they believe in you. Basically, yeah. It was one time I did it. I said, "Man, don't shoot that shot. It's a bad shot." Coach Mack was like, "Did I say something?" I was like, "No." Then it's a good shot. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. Uh, like Coach Mack does not want you just like stressing or thinking at, at all about anything that you shouldn't be doing. You know what I mean? So I think that for him, he just be him. Like, be Marcus. We know who you are. We love you, be Marcus, and the team will follow you. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to – like, me, I didn't mind looking stupid sometimes. So I might – like, like I remember I got uh, I got all these uh, juices and Lunchables and uh, raviolis and stuff and beefaronis. And, like, 2 in the morning – Justin would be hungry, come to my room. I'd be like, all right, go ahead, eat that. And then I'd be talking to him, like, yo, listen, bro, like, you got to start, you know, you got to be tougher than that, man. Like, 
keep dunking on the rim, but you keep flushing. You never swing on it. You never yell at nobody. You never elbow nobody by accident. You don't, but this is two, 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 three in the morning now. We eating yeah. this food, watching some, watching some future videos. Now the next day, he's like, you know what? I'm going to live this rock star lifestyle. And he has mohawks. He got a little identity. But when he needed something. And you remember that Big East game against Xavier? Like him and Tyreek were t- Remember Tyreek, that first game without you guys in Omaha? Tyreek, like, punked him. Like, didn't punked miss him, sh- bro. Didn't miss a shot. Like, owned him. Then, like, you watch the Big East tournament game in Omaha or in, in New York City. Like, Justin was talking mad shit. Mad like, trash. Listen, the last one he didn't like was Emmett Holt. Oh, we played at Providence. He did not like that Emmett Holt had a – he had a great first half on Justin. He was just too small. And he hated that. And he hated it. And he had that crazy dunk that game. And he and then the next game was St. John's. He killed St. John's. That was his mm-hmm. kind of coming out party. Mm-hmm. But those, I mean, those little moments. So as point guards, you have to do things you don't. And I'm telling you all this now, hoping that he hears this sometimes. He don't gotta, <laughs> I don't got to call him, but I want him to hear this. Like, you know, as a point guard, you got to realize that, like, it's all, it's really all on you, man. Like, it's all on you, like. You go to Coach Mac and you say, Coach Mac, what do you need me to get to the team? How many times do you think Coach Mac says we're going to do this? And they get in the locker room and the team going, shh, we don't want to do that, man. And I got to be like, yo, chill, let's just practice. Like, we need, we get in, we get out. Coach Mac want to do this. They're not that big of a deal. Let's go. That little stuff is all why you win. Mm-hmm. The team, right? right? So I, I think that it's eight games in. Like, it's, it's only it's only eight games in. Like, nowhere near even, like, conference play would we have, what, three or four more games before conference uh, play started? Yeah, like 13, oh, three or four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- that's yeah. what I'm saying, man. Like, yeah. I think that they're handling this really well, and I do not want anybody to make it seem like they're soft. Or they're, they have a lot that they're going up against right now. You can't even hear your coach on the sideline over these damn masks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you can't hear your coach. Um, You know. And then, and then you're playing through the fear of a deadly virus. Like that's let's let's not forget right. that. No, we can't forget that. And I gotta post this. Yeah. And I gotta post this dude up, and he's sweating on me and breathing on my face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. man, this is this is a lot right now. This is it a is, lot right now. It is a lot. And then you gotta remember all right the stuff. Then you gotta remember all the basketball stuff. Like, I mean, basketball yeah. stuff. And then to not Jason, I'm not going wood. But when you can't practice consistently, you can't lift consistently. Then your body can't train consistently. That's mm-hmm. why you see dudes in the NFL that are getting hurt in the right. NFL. Right. You take six months off and then you come right back within a month. Like think about the NBA. The NBA come back after a 70 day break. If they weren't lifting that whole 60, 55 days, it's gonna be some injuries. And you saw them. You saw you like non contact ligament injuries because you knew like that was that you, you knew that wasn't out. lifting while it was off. Right. Yep. Yep. So I mean. But, but like, are you going to do it in your bedroom? Are you going to do them squats in your bedroom? Are you going to do them push-ups in your bedroom? No. Like, we yeah. can be honest. We can be honest. Right. No. <laughs> right. So you're not. That's not, why you, that's not why you go to your room. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm chilling. Yeah. Like, right. I ain't got to hear Coach Mac. I ain't got to hear. I ain't got to hear this play. I don't got to run this drill. I ain't got to do this box out, close out. I'm going to the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what it'd be like. Because yeah. it's so demanding. But I realized, like, if I could just keep Coach Mag as my coach always, every year, I'd probably be a billion-dollar player. <laughs> <laughs> there's hope. You got, Listen, you there's some, hope. You, got, you, got some, you got some years left to be you for that. I got some years, man. I got some years, man. But just, just playing uh, for Coach Mag and seeing the difference, man, was just great. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's knock out these questions and then get you back to your family. All right, man, what we got? What we got? What questions we got? Let's see. These are always a trip, so 
don't ever, I don't ever screen them, so we might hear some weird stuff in here. All right, but I mean, I got um, some as well. I mean, I guess you got the same ones I got. That's right. I know. Uh, so this is from uh, Justin Lobom. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Um, do you see the rotation shrinking as the season progresses? The 10 man rotation seems huge, but it's hard for me to pick a guy to not get minutes as they all seem to bring something unique and helpful to the team. I mean, that's kind of um, tough because, like, you always see like rotations shrink as the year goes on everywhere. Like, it's just naturally because you yeah, can't do a with a certain rotation. Like, you're like, all right, that's those are the guys five or seven. Yeah, that I trust yeah. in this matchup type of deal. So, I mean, well, one, I mean, one, well, my first point to that question is that. He could really go twelve guys deep. You know what I mean? Like every mm. everybody on that team can play, and that's a tough decision on Coach Mack to make. That, that every night he has to decide out of these twelve who's going to give me the most, right? But um, number two, always know this: it may not be fair, but coaches always are going to go with what they know, meaning yeah. they're going to go with who shot the best when they charted practice, who was there on time, who took the charges. Like he's going to go with what he knows and trusts. I'm gonna lose with my guys. I'm gonna win with my guys, right? Mm. But the last thing I would say is, I feel like the rotation will shrink, and I feel like it should. But I feel like they have a good enough time to to prove that you belong in that rotation, because right now it's eight games, and he's playing ten, you know, ten guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and Coach Mack never told me I was going to start. He never told me nothing. He just said, "I put you where you deserve to be." So when them guys are out there, you know, they got to prove that they belong out there. Like I thought. I thought Kel Brennan did a great job today proving that he belongs on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, and little things like finishing, uh, finishing through contact. Like, he's young. Like, I'm not going to be tripping if he gets his shot blocked on a dunk or they rip the ball out of his hands on a putback. Like, I think he's um, – I think he'll be more slimmer as he gets older and he'll be more confident. But he, he ran the floor well. He battled with that dude. That's something that I would have marked down as a positive about why he can play. You know what I mean? Like, so you have to try to use small wins. Um, so I think the rotation will get short, will get shorter. And I think it's up, it's, it's on the players to, de- to make Max decision easy about who to play or not. Yeah. Um, so I'll pick you back off that question. What are our expectations for Antoine Jones and Alex O'Connell? Who else? Alex O'Connell. He just, uh, came in. Okay. Number one. Yeah. Love them both. Love them both. I was a big fan of Alex's before he went to Duke. And I was happy when he transferred to Creighton. Obviously, I feel like Alex won't be in the mix really four or five games. He just got cleared. It's and, tough, and he has, right? Like, yeah, he hasn't like played in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. He play, so he, he set out what? He, this is his first year. This is supposed to be his sit out year, right? Yep. But he got wait. I mean, he got cleared, right? So cool. Mm-hmm. But he didn't man, really play. Man, I mean, he played at Duke. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was hurt. I mean, but he played at Duke, but it wasn't like no confidence building play. Like, no, he, yeah. He wanted this year Fairly. to develop and build up a little bit. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's a lot to remember. It's a, a lot to pick up. So, I don't think – and then the team going to have to get used to really incorporating him in the games. Like, I saw today a couple of times, like, our uh, Alex was in the corner, and uh, I think uh, I think they got the ball swung and just never kind of one more it to the corner to him. Just because he don't, they not, may not be used to that shooter being in the corner, right? Mm-hmm. They may not be used to that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Alex is going to be fine. I think he's going to be great come tournament time. Like, come, he'll get his groove as conference play goes and as he feels like he fits in. Yeah. Practice is different than the games, you know. Oh, this, yeah. Practice is much more condensed as well. So when he is now in the game, he might see, oh, wow, it's, it's spaced. 
I can do this move. I can do that move, you know. Um, he still has to get comfortable that Coach Mack will trust what he does without subbing him. You know what I mean? It's a lot of things you're going to have to get used to. Mm-hmm. But I think I think he's going to be a, 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 a integral part because he can shoot the ball. I mean, he's a, he's, he, he's tall. Um, he's solid. And I can tell the team really is happy that he got his, his, yeah. um, his, his waiver. Yeah. Like, when he got in the game and then came out, it was all that, like, he, he seems like he's a good bench guy as well. Like, he wasn't upset or frustrated that he wasn't in as much today. Like, he was just cheering and clapping. Mm-hmm. Those things matter, man, especially from somebody, like, who's supposed to be, you know, like, he got Duke play on the team. What he brings in is what yeah. you think, like, yeah. you know. So he's been a lot of fires, guys, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, you, you're you not worried about him being scared. You worry about just, just him getting his feet wet. That's mm-hmm. it. And then, yeah, um, and, with, and with Antoine, it's like – you oh, see, I love, his, you I love see, his game. Yeah, his, he's his got game. a really good game, but like you also yeah. see, there's a little bit like there's a little bit too much that gets him in trouble sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah, he'll yeah, take yeah. a few too many dribbles in the paint. A few too many, and, you, and, you, and, you, too won't many have, and he won't even an idea yet. Like when you when Creighton the way they teach their guys, and you know this, like when you get into the paint, you need to already have a plan, right? Because you can't be like thinking it out while you're in. And there. We don't, and we don't teach not and, unless he's changed it. I will, we were taught the hop step like Villanova way. Oh, no, like, you notice, we were oh, always they, they uh, teach that now. They teach it now. Oh yeah, okay. ever since like okay. ever since Nova won the title like in eighteen, that's like <laughs> a been, that's been, that's been, that's been a staple of practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I've actually added that into my game as well. Not really like the pump fake as much, but I love that pump fake step through when I get to the middle. Mm. But for him, he has size. I don't know why he doesn't bump him off with his shoulder and do a floater. Like he got to lane today, did a couple great moves. And then kind of turned his back to the block and started backing down once he right. got there. And I was just like, right. you could have easily gone one, two quick floater. Um, I feel like he has to just be confident. I feel like he can be, he can be the one that gets those like 14, 15 points a game, which is a lot, which is a lot. But like, he has so much space to operate. Like yeah, when he does. gets the ball, they don't they close even out. Gu- they weren't even so, guarding him. Yeah. No. Yeah. So like, shoot the ball. Like, and now if they're not guarding you, that don't mean. IQ thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I am Coach Mack, I am going to give Antoine the ball. And I got this from Chris Paul camp. Chris Paul says, I, if you notice, where does Chris Paul's ball screens happen? Damn near in the paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, never outside the three-point line unless it's super high near half court. We can go on and run and start. But if it's not, it's kind of at the elbow. He kind of get the ball on the post, and then he'll get a ball screen. My, my thing is, if he get the ball from three, I'm not going to shoot that three just because he's off me. I'm going to go to the elbow where he's playing off me at. Christian, come set this ball screen real quick. Now, Christian's going to roll. He has short space to roll. They cannot go under. If they go under, I'm shooting this from the elbow. Now, mm. if they go over, now I'm in the paint with this live to Christian, which we always run. Mm-hmm. Now, that's just one way that, like, I see that they like to clear the side out sometimes. Clear yeah. the side out for him. Let him, if he can dribble, boom, 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 boom. His three, four moves, get him close. Then he himself, like, you don't have to do Coach Max play to the T all the time. Like once it's once those four or five passes happen, and then you are in play, then you can call for your own ball screen. Yeah, I can push him down and tell him to come get the ball. Like Coach Mack is good with that. So move, 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 Boom, in and out, in and out. Like he had the big man on him today, and never really tried to. And then shot the three and air ball. So like. Number one with him, do not let teams close not on you short, mess up your confidence. If you're going to shoot that thing, shoot that thing before you even get the ball. I'm shooting it. 
right? Like, it is what it is. He yeah. airballed, Mac didn't take it's him going out. Up, it's going up as soon as I touch my hands. Yep. yep. He airballed, Mac didn't take him out. He might dribble too much, Mac will take him out. Those are wins in my book because coaches will sub you for that. Mm-hmm. I was told last year in Italy not to even shoot a pull-up three. I was told not to go between my legs. I was told on game days, it was quiet during shoot-around. I couldn't cheer and say, good job. Like, I would say, yo, good shot, good shot. My coach would come to me and be like, I went quiet on game days. Like, you see, like, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it was crazy over there. But you telling me I can't shoot a pull-up three, which I've been working on, especially since Creighton. I shot 46 before I got hurt. I was shooting great. And I shot 40. I shot 40.2% my first year. Funny story, the last two games, they said if you miss one three, you, you won't make 40%. So I just didn't shoot any. The, the last two. <laughs> one year of my life, I need a 40% shooting year. I need You're like, hold up, I need, I need this mark real quick. Um, so, you know, but there are coaches who tell you you can't do it. And that was my first time. And I struggled last year not having that freedom of my game. But then you have a coach like Mac who was like, well, you can mess up as much as you need to as long as you play hard, rebound, do what I need to do, listen, try. He can be the X factor for real. He can be that, he can be that Kyrie for us, scoring wise. Like Kyrie was just like, you know you're gonna get some shots out of Mitch, a couple threes. You know you're gonna get your buckets out of Marcus. Denzel. You know you're gonna get the buckets from Denzel, because yeah. Denzel gonna Denzel ain't never been shy. Um, and you're gonna get your hustle points and you're gonna get your few shots out of this, out of uh out of DJ. And then you're gonna get yours out of Christian. But who's gonna be that off the like? Who's going to be that for you? And I feel like it's going to be him. The more people yeah, you sure. name, the more I'm like, oh, I love his game. We're going to get into it. So, like, here's uh, Danny Sullivan wants to know, when this team goes through a scoring drought, which, I mean, first of all, that's like a unicorn right now with this team. Yeah. Uh, right. When this team goes through a scoring drought, what adjustments would Mo make if he was on the floor to break up an opponent's run and weather a storm if outside shot, until outside shots start falling? Um, so like how do you so like for how example, do you just, how do you like just steal a bucket when it's not when it's not yeah um go get it yourself that's number one like number one like there'd be times where like I might get the ball push it to that elbow do my little crossover and get to that layup real quick I might get fouled you know what I mean I might run the horns I might run a little fist screen something to get me to making the play right like in the day if you want to score you got to put it in your own control Mm. Um, within within the range that you have from from your coach, so I know Mac. We did a drill in practice. So you mean like you practice. can't shoot shots that you never shoot in practice, basically, right? Like you can't go, you can't go. Like if you don't shoot elbow jumpers, you if can't you go pull up an elbow jumper. Like yeah, no. Nah, I mean Mac gonna say I didn't see you do that. Like right. when do you ever do that? Right. right. Yeah. Now, for example, now Mac had to live with a little bit of Marcus shooting four feet off the line because he did that in like. In practice, yeah. Marcus was shooting that off the line. He was mm-hmm. making it. And when mm-hmm. he worked out, we shot on the three-point line. He always shot four feet back. And he was saying, I'm the best shooter in the gym. Boom, make it. <laughs> Mac, let me shoot these. Boom, make it. So I started doing it. Don't leave me open. Boom. That's why Mitch like, That's why Mitch can pull from the logo. Because Mac has seen Mitch from the logo. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like it's the talk. Like, so many times, like, you know, we had Wisconsin. I remember I just watched this, the highlights yesterday. We were down 28 to 20, and they just went on a little run, like a 22 to 8 run or something like that, after we jumped out. And I got an uh, a, a and one alley to Justin. And we all, like, if you watch the highlight, we all came huddling them real quick, like, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. All right, bet. They went on a little run. These dudes not better than us. 
Let's go get like he can't stop you one on one. Like, so I'm like, listen, we're gonna get a ball screen. You're gonna go one on one, cook him every time. If he don't stop you, I'm gonna keep calling it. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna look at Coach Mack for the play. So I'm you would build off of it right away. You wouldn't be like relieved. You'd be like, let's use that. Okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, man. I mean, especially for me, because like I'm I'm not I'm not one that's gonna go and just do it for well, I mean, now I am, but I wasn't back then doing three dribbles, step back. Like that wasn't just what I was doing to get my bucket. That was what Marcus was doing. Yeah, that, you know, so um, but also, man, somebody gotta take a charge. Somebody take a charge and and, and just get hyped. You mm. know what I mean? File somebody, like not hard, but just file them and let them know like it ain't sweet like that. Like y'all winning right now, but it ain't sweet. Well, that's what I felt like maybe changed. It might have changed the game today a little bit when Christian had that tough finish inside. Like he was right by the rim. That's probably like a tough thing he can hit at like eighty percent, right? So it's not anything. So, so I'm gonna. It's not like a wild moment, but he makes it in a close game. game It's like ooh, that that juiced their boom. I'm gonna tell you when the game switched and when it switched back. Boat Knight was making all them threes. It didn't switch until he got that charge or that block where he went up and almost dunked it and just kind of finger rolled it. Oh yeah, such a pretty layup. But it was like, he hit all these threes, then he could have dunked it and went, ah. Then it got switched back when Christian did that. I didn't hear the bench get so loud until he got those two buckets to right. get the lead back. Right. Now you got Mitch. Mitch now, I'm telling you how it all feeds. He get that bucket. If he don't get that bucket, Mitch may feel like, I got to block this shot. So instead of Mitch jumping straight up and not getting no foul call, maybe he tried to block it and they get an and one, and now we're down seven instead of being up or down two. Yeah, like, like you know what I mean? Because you, you would try to force it, yeah. You yeah. would try to force it, but now yeah. you know, uh, Antoine, they were down 43 47. He hit a big three from the corner mm-hmm. when they like, weren't airballed the other Patrick, one, yep, but he hit yep. that big three from the corner. Yep, like, yep. Mm-hmm. that's a small win, that's a toughness thing. I'm telling you, he ain't soft at all. It's a toughness <laughs> thing, right? But those are the things where I'm going to them in the game, remembering, like, yo, bro, we down two, but like, you just hit two threes. Why are you pump faking? Like, mm-hmm. go to the rim, do something, you know what I mean? Or it's like that. Like, I remember we played St. John's and Marcus got a tech with Shamari Pons. And we went to Marcus and Mac was mad about Marcus getting into him. And I went to him like, that's what we do. Like, that's what we, like, we got to get a tech, we're going to get a tech. Mm-hmm. Remember, we ran two backdoor plays, one backdoor play where Justin threw a backdoor pass and Mar- Marcus got a dunk. And the very next play, Justin threw the lob and Marcus got a dunk. And we ended up winning by like, we ended up being up 10 and going up by like 22. Mm-hmm. How are we going to respond after a tech? We got a tech against NC State. On purpose. And then Marcus made a three, got another tech. Justin got a tech. We don't care that. That's just going to turn us up. What turns up this Creighton team? Mm-hmm. For us, also, it was like, yo, we number nine. It's Thursday. By Sunday, Monday, we got to be number five. So every week, we were looking like, yo, we're going to be, oh, but they lost? Bet we're going to be top five today, uh, this week. That was our motivation, was to be top five. We almost lost to Oral Roberts. We were like, yo, we were really almost that typical team that gets upset when you're under, you know. Yeah. We hated yeah. that. Yeah. But to say like, all right. Because you lose your edge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a million things to do it, but like create, like this team got to find out like what's going to turn us up. Is it going to be, hey, let's get this team to call two timeouts. Okay. Yep. Now I'm punching you in the face. Boom, boom. Timeout, timeout. Hey, we played Xavier on the road. We went up. Whatever, 19-2, whatever. But we was up 11-0, timeout. Came right back out. Z hit two threes. We up 19-2, timeout again. Like, you got to get them timeouts in. Crush, kill their spirit somehow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, 
And I don't know what it's going to be for this team. I feel like that's for this point guard to figure out. Not, I'm going to keep going back to the point guard because it just all is the point guard. It's not fair. It's not. But well, I mean, it's, it's not like it's unfair because you saw it last year. in Seton Hall. Like Seton Hall is the peak, right? Because you saw. Right. You saw what it's like when everybody's right. So Marcus is coming down and he's putting one in Quincy McKnight's eye. Now, Quincy McKnight is a dog. Like it's nothing. He's a dog. Like he's one of the best defenders in the league. And Marcus is hitting pull-up threes in his eye. And then talking to him on the way down, like the crowd feeds off that, the teammates feed off of that. That's and then the, the energy in the building, like works. Seton Hall feels that and they feel overwhelmed by it. Feels that. And that's and why you see the end of the game run, that 30 to 10 run. That was all just Creighton vibing. Like they were hitting, that's they didn't miss, but they were all feeding off of each other. And Seton Hall's like, this thing's getting away from us. And we can't stop. What I'm going to do. That's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's going to take that, but I mean, they could, I mean, look, I don't think he's doing this, but he could just be playing common chill until conference play. Now he's like, I'm going to turn it up again. I mean, you, players have this thing in their mind, you know what I mean? You know, he also could he also could be trying to play chill because he don't want to seem like he's trying to be player of the year. Like, that's something I had to, had to worry about, not trying to prove myself that I should be player of the year or that I should be a wooden war player. Like, okay. Um, also knowing that when you do win, you get the credit. And when you lose, you get it, the blame. Mm-hmm. Having to deal with that on a big time scale. I tell everybody all the time, besides not getting paid millions, I felt like I was in the NBA at Creighton. Really? I mean, interviews every day, every day before practice, yep. interviews after practice, uh, hanging out with kids after the games and practice. I mean, autographs all the time. And then just the scrutiny you get, like, it, I mean, the love and the scrutiny, which yep. it comes with it in the it paper, on the news. Yeah. It comes with it. So, you know, I, 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 I've enjoyed every game I've seen, to be honest. I've enjoyed what I've seen out of everybody. I always wish I could get more. And this little thing, like like I said, if 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 Marcus becomes back dog, like don't care about my knee. Like right now, I'm gonna wave up. If I get hurt again, I get hurt again. But before it was like, I can't get hurt, man. I can't. Uh, but when but but hey, I can't play no other way. I gotta be fast, change the direction. I can't switch my game up because I'm not as good if I do. Mm. So at some point he'll he'll get that if that's what he's struggling with. But if I don't think he's really struggling though, I don't even think. A bad. I don't even think a game. First of all, any game that he maybe didn't score and they win, he didn't play bad. His job as a point guard is not to score. His job as a point guard is really not to get assists. His job is to keep the system running. If 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 he averages zero points all year and they go thirty-two and zero with him at the helm, like a point guard is judged by being a winner. I know you want your own stats and you need stats for your own personal career journey. But mm-hmm. as a goal of a point guard standard is to win. They are a top 10 team in the country. They're winning. That's number one. You got to accept that no matter what, that's what he's doing. Well, no, yeah. I think he does a great job of getting that team. In, like today, they ran um, – he got the one layup. They, they're down four with 20 seconds left. How many times have you seen that not work out? He come down, get a nice quick layup, boom. Uh, 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 they come down, miss two free throws. Yeah, he come down, get another. Well, he, he almost got it again. He just, it. Not, yeah, exactly. it, but yeah, that's what I'm just, saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's right then and there. But you know, and now he's taking it out. He he puts the ball right on the money to Denzel. He didn't throw it too. I DJ. know it's those little things. DJ. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, DJ. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, DJ. We can't he didn't steal throw it too shine, far. Man. He hit that shot. Nah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I meant. I, <laughs> you know, I meant DJ. I meant. DJ. But he put the ball perfectly for him. You know what I mean? Um, you know what I mean? Like it's those little things, mm-hmm. right? Like that he should take away as a point guard. Like, listen, we won this game in overtime. I didn't play the best. 
but I didn't let the team crumble. Like I, I held it down. Like we was tough. I went and talked to my guys. I ran the plays we were supposed to do. I locked up when I needed to lock up. You know, the little things come with maturity and uh, comfortability of being able to step out of your own personal comfortable zone. For sure. Like if you're not allowed, like even my youngest brother, he's nine, he just turned 20, 6'4". Bro, so nice, but he has no dog in him. Like he's really? just too cool, man. He just wants to be... He must have walked down the court slow. He doesn't like, I'm like, bro, when you get the ball, just push it down and get a layup real quick. Mm-hmm. He can't get down the court in three seconds. He got to get it in five. <laughs> I think that's holding him back. Like, yeah. They yeah. see no fire or fight or no motor out of you. Show me your motor. Mm-hmm. Same right, thing with Mark. I need that motor. Um, let's see. Okay, so this is interesting. I don't, what kind of free throw shooter were you in college? Let me pull that up real quick. Terrible. Uh, yeah, Terrible. I was going to say. I, 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 I thought you could have been better, maybe. I was, yeah, I was, I was. My junior year, I was like 55% in non-conference, and then I was like 80% during conference play. And then okay. my senior year, I was like 76. Okay. But That's that, but of course, it balanced out to like 65. But I yeah. stopped trying to shoot them. I just started passing way more when I got to the basket. My senior year, I was I was shooting way better because I was – Well, so, so, here's the, so here's the question. Like, is there anything from a coaching standpoint that, you know, someone can do with a team that's maybe struggling to hit them consistently? So, like, is there anything – that you as a player need to be told that helps you in a game when you sit to the line? Um, I feel like like there isn't, but I don't know, like from experience. I I, feel like you just got to – I don't think that there – I think think it all becomes a confidence, but I think it it all boils down to a free throw shooter's technique. Because now I'm a much much better free throw shooter now, Mm -hmm. but I understand what I was doing. I did some research. 90% of players aren't breathing when they're playing. Like me, I can't chew gum. Because if you, like, I'm always exhausted, out of breath. You never can tell. I only breathe during timeouts or um, dead ball situations. Okay. But during the game, I can't breathe because I'm always running. So imagine, like, let's say Mitch today. We're down one. Mitch just got a steal, went down, got a pass, missed it. Came back down, got a rebound. Then rushed back down uh, to run a play. Then came back down, got a rebound. Then got the steal and went to get the game winning layup and got fouled. Mm-hmm. He just went up and down six or seven times. He will go to that line and shoot that shot in five seconds without even breathing, catching his breath, going through his routine, because we just go to shoot. 90% of players have air in their chest as they shoot. You have to you have to release that before you go up. And not like, don't get the ball from the ref, take a deep breath, dribble three times, spin, and shoot. You have to breathe as you're shooting. Mm. I've been training kids in Omaha, so I've been doing this with them. Like, um, if you miss to the right, it's coming off pinky, ring finger, or middle finger. If you miss to the left, it means your left hand's on the ball too long. If you miss, uh, if you if you miss short, it means you're on the money. I don't allow kids to miss short. You're only allowed to miss long. So if I can stop it from going right, left, and short, it's going to go in majority of the time. Yeah. So every back up, we get to the free throw line, and they want to shoot in two, three seconds, five seconds. Or they can go, hey, I'm a 90% free throw shooter. I don't need no tips. And then they miss three of them, or they can't make 10 in a row. Mm-hmm. If you can breathe, though, as you as you shoot, I think that's I think that's going to help it, too. Gotcha. But I also think you got to just get your reps in, man. Like, go to the gym. Like, <laughs> I can't say the language on here, but I would go to the gym, and me and Marcus would go. It was always me, Marcus, and Ronnie. And uh, we'd be shooting free throws, and he'd be in my ear just like, 
breath stink or you know what I mean or like yeah. hey man fourth quarter Sh- fourth quarter Sh- fourth Sh- quarter Sh- in my yeah. ear yes fourth yeah. quarter fourth quarter yeah now he knows me so he was saying some personal stuff that would really upset me uh-huh. so I had to make it through it right so there are millions of tips you can do man like millions of tips you can do but it's all about confidence and it's all about if you was to go right now to Marcus Zagorowski and say hey if I was to leave you open how many times would you make it he probably would go leave me open <laughs> say it again Leave me open. Well, that's what they're doing at a free throw. They right. leave me open. Yeah. Now, just because you don't got to jump or you know it's not a shot, you should still try to breathe and take your time. Um, don't let the don't let the refs rush you to that line. Like if you step out your box, the ref got to wait till you step in that box. You know what I mean? Like get your routine, get your system. I know what Kyrie, Coach Mack told him to visualize beautiful girls, and it started working. I remember that. I remember <laughs> yeah, that. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. And that's come from you knowing your players. You have to know your players. You have to know your team. Mm-hmm. What works for, for DJ might not work for Mitch. And it might not work for, for Twan. It might not work for Christian, right? But it it might work for um it might work for Jet. You know what I mean? Like it might yeah, yeah. It might I mean you have to know your team and know your players. For sure. Um next one is let's see. Well, real quick, is that the worst crew of officials? That was a pretty bad. That was some bad ref. Yeah, it was like, bad. I don't. I don't really like to talk about the. I don't want to talk about the refs either. But it's like that's why I mean, they was just like they were terrible. I mean, terrible. And being overseas, they're all terrible. So I, I, I'm, I'm used to bad refs now. But here's what I will say: I will not complain about them refs today when we were nine for twenty or nine for nineteen from the foul. I can't. Like we went by two and we were nine for twenty from the foul line today. I yeah. can't complain about the refs because the refs will say, "Bro, you just missed two free throws." Make your free throws, and then come talk to me about a foul or a mm. travel. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we will can have controlled the game way more if we were just if we missed two free throws. Oh, there's no question. It's so uncharacteristic, yeah. like of us to be struggling from the line. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, no, I hear that. Yeah. So makes sense. I don't even think that's not even something that I even gave caution to. Like, I don't think that'll ever be a problem for us. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Marcus misses one at the Kansas game. I don't think this is a problem for us. I don't think it is. And I and you can't put too much attention on something that is not that big of a deal because it's already enough. Yeah. We got a bunch of shooters. We know what they're gonna do. You're gonna have the chance to shoot the free throws again. You, you just like Kyrie missed probably three game winning game time free throws my first year playing. Like and Coach Mack never took him out during clutch. You know what I mean? Like he was still in the game during them clutch times. He just missed. Like you're gonna get another chance. And that's the thing that has to keep you going is that you will get another chance to to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's all your own work. It's your pride. Like I'm not missing this free throw. I've been in the gym the last three nights shooting 100 free throws. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you don't put the work in, it won't it won't show. Right. You know? So it's on you. It's on the coaches. Yeah. It's, it's on you. I mean, coach having you in the game. Yeah. In a time where you're up two or down, you know what I mean? Where you can possibly be a foul situation mm-hmm. should be all the confidence you. He should have to come tell you, I believe in you because I have you in the game in the fourth quarter at clutch. Right. Like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in the game. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I'm gonna put you in the game. <laughs> okay, I think um, this is our last one. Um, we oh wait, we got one more weird one. Let's get a weird one in. Um, when you making a creative player, why would you make yourself a 93 and not a 90? <laughs> I I try to be as realistic as possible. Okay. Uh, if I if I try to make a like you know I, I created the whole Creighton team. I'm not going to make myself a dunker and Marcus is on the team and I'm dunking. You know what I mean? That's not, that wasn't what I did. Okay. But I, of course I made my passing, my ball handling, my conditioning, 
the strongest. And my three-pointers, you know, I get hot, I get hot. Yeah. You know, but I might but I might do something like I'm going to put Cole, his three-pointer was at 99. Cole don't miss. Uh, as, if Cole was, if y'all were to see Cole in practice every day, Cole would have been first-round draft pick. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> yeah. You did. Yeah. You did. Right. You saw Cole, it at MSG. Cole, Everybody saw it at MSG. Like, that wasn't an accident. In MSG. That yeah, was 30, 35 Cole, at MSG. That wasn't an accident. Cole was our leading scorer, like, you would have thought he was going to get 40 a game, but how many shots he, every play, which I mean, he was, he was Doug's position. So the plays yeah. ended up being for him and he would shoot the ball. Well, we just had, I mean, we just didn't get to run plays much because of me. So I kind of take a little, a little fault, fault yeah. cold, but I you mean, you create a player. Too. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and he was hurt. But, yeah. So in terms of like the creative player, you want to be realistic because at the end of the day, like I'll be dunking on LeBron a hundred times. It's not fun that way. <laughs> Yeah, like, for real. Okay, yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, so you want to be able to like play? You want to be able to like, do you? And can so you be? Able, just, yeah. Sometimes yeah. I, I, I did it one time just to see what I thought about myself, and I didn't like, and it actually made me want to get better. I'm like, I don't think my defense is above an eighty. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. and then okay. my senior year, Coach Mack is like, if you don't play defense, we won't win. And I'm like, it's 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 me. But then when I get hurt, I see that with me in the game, we. Our, our teams are scoring three less points against us. Mm-hmm. And when I'm hurt, they were averaging three more points. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, maybe I was doing a little, you know, I wasn't getting posted up like that. So Coach Matt wasn't worried about that. So maybe those things is how, if you can be real with yourself, you can look in the mirror, you can do it that way. Or you can just be fun and say, I'm going to be 100 and everything and go win a championship. You know, yeah, for, you. Right. yeah, whatever you want to do. Um, all right, this is our last one. Well, uh, it seems like at the end of the first half against uh, Nebraska, Marquette, St. John's, and UConn has been rough. What are some of the reasons why the team seems to have a drought at the end of the first half? Like, I don't know. I, I, this is kind of strange, too, because, like, I just think the game ebbs and flows. Like, I don't know if it's a rhyme or reason. Like, Right. I mean, I'm... I just think I – I know it happens at the end of the first half, but I don't think it's, like, a, a common thread. Because the, the mistakes mm-hmm. they made against Marquette, they didn't make against St. John's. So the I reason mean, the yeah, lead I mean, shrunk even, wasn't the same, you know what I mean? Notably, notably, Creighton, we struggle from second half. We struggle out of the gate, mm-hmm. out of the second half gate. That's been over the years I've seen it. That's where we struggle is coming out. We good coming out the game. Coming out of halftime, we struggle. Going into halftime last year, we actually struggled too. Um, but I feel like it's all about that initiative. I felt like if I would have been better at taking initiative in the first half, we would have been up more in the second half. It like it goes back to um, the game is ebbing and flowing, but who's going to take control? Like, I don't want it to be the game is ebbing, is the game is just flowing, flowing, flowing. And when we make shots, we have control of the game mm-hmm. because I don't want other teams to take it to us because we're just in the flow of the game. So, you know, I have to use you an example. So, playing against Wisconsin, our goal was to just get to six minutes. Yo, we'll get to six minutes and we'll make our run and then it'll be done. I don't know when we made our run, but we made our run at we just, some point. You just keep it, you know, keep it close, keep it close. Then you go on your little run where you burst off for 10, 12 points and then you go back to coasting. Like he, so at the end of the first halves, you got to have those plays. Like whatever plays you were running that worked in the beginning, try to go back to those. Try to get to the foul line more towards the end of, this, end of the first half. Um, but it's all going to work for whatever type of game you're having up until, like, midway point through the first half. Because mm-hmm. you could just be rolling and rolling and rolling. And, like, as we've seen, they can just go and just go, go, go. Um, but I feel like it got to be some kind of direction. Like, 
you know, if they're struggling, Coach Mack got to Coach Mack has to call a place for whoever has to get the ball, which which he will well, down the stretch, right? Yeah, yeah, down the stretch, which he will, right? Yeah. And I and I and I feel like this. I feel like this more times than not, games would go different if Mack controlled them more. Really, meaning this, like I said, Coach Mack was every time, no matter what, they go on an eight zero run, he's still yelling, "Go, go, go, go!" Ain't no timeout. Go, 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 go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Coach Mack. For example, like I know sometimes Coach Mack had to get on us because he's such a cool player's coach that we sometimes would say too much back to him. Yeah. Because he allows us the freedom. So he got to be like, hold on, don't forget. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you have to know that line. So um, I feel like with, with Coach Mack, he would let you play and let you play through your mistakes. But you've seen when he needed to, his X's and O's are impeccable whenever it's mm-hmm. time to run a play. Impeccable on the spot where he can draw up. Yeah. So – you see it. So in the fourth, maybe in the halftime, like even when they were struggling that drought today, going a little two-minute drought, maybe that two-minute drought, Coach Mack can take control and get a, a post-up duck in mm-hmm. for DJ. Mm-hmm. Knowing DJ is too strong, he can get to the foul line. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even trying to give Coach Mack any coaching tips. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's, I'm not I think it's true. Like, you see it because I think he's seen it work like at a high level. So, I mean, I don't know if you watched that uh, a commentary we did this summer where we rewatched the Xavier game with uh, TC – Yep. Uh, Taz and Marcus or whatever. So yep. Marcus tells yep. the story about the game winner and he's like, listen, so Z- so uh, Trayvon Blue just hit one to tie it. Like, to tie it. Big time momentum oh my, oh my God. play from yeah. Xavier, right? Mac doesn't call a timeout. He doesn't he's got like, a timeout. Yeah, he doesn't call any. He doesn't like try to stop the game. He don't say nothing. Look, Marcus look, comes look, right up the sideline. He Marcus just says, comes he right, just yeah, this. yeah. Marcus comes right up the sideline and he said, Mar- Marcus said, that Max said, let's play. That's all he said to him. Didn't say run anything. He just he let's play. Me, me and Marcus said, is like, okay, I know what I see right there. And he just rose up and banged it. And that was That's what he said. He said, Max said, let's go. Or let's something like that. Like let's play. Let's rock. Or let's play yeah. or something. Yeah. Yep. And he pulled right up. And that and that is the stable coach Mac. And I think that's why he has success. Like when coaches care about like, oh, you can, we can only allow 60 points. Like it's so much fun to sometimes just outscore your opponent. Like mm-hmm. it's fun to play with Coach Mac. It's fun to just outscore your opponent. Like today or they had a game where it was like 100 to 80 something. I'm like, they just outscored them today. Like, it's a tough mm-hmm. game. Like, um, with the game against NC State, we had where Henderson had 28. Yeah, like 112 to 21. It was like an NBA All Star game. Man, yeah. we just blew them yeah. out. Yeah, it was yeah. Just a fun game. And yeah. then you go back and you focus, hey, that was fun. Now we got now this team, we got to really defend. So mm-hmm. each game is different. So he's so meticulous with everything he's doing. I know that he knows. He could. I mean, I I I have no faith, uh, no 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 doubt that he knows how to really control that towards the half. But like I said, it's early. There was so many things that we did early that we didn't do at the end because he was trying to figure it out, figure mm-hmm. out a scheme, figure out a lineup. Mm-hmm. And when you and when you're winning, and you know, first of all, we also have a year where also players can get their year back. I think that's awesome too. Yeah. So you may try some things because you may just be like, hey, you know. Everybody can come back if they want. You know what I mean? Or go somewhere. But I think that just with everything coming together, I think with Coach Mack really getting used to the squad, I mean, he now has to incorporate Alex in there, which is going to be tough because he needs to be in there. Mm-hmm. He needs to play. He's a like good You said the game reps matter. Yeah. The game reps matter. I mean, he needs to play. Um, I even think I even think what we get out of Sharif is great because Sharif comes in playing defense. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's talking. He's not turning the ball over. He's solid. Like, he's a dog, you know what I mean? Too. Yeah. He's a dog too. Yeah, like those. So I love what I get. I love what we get out of him. So I, I feel like 
it's very hard to cut this. That's a great question. That ten that ten yeah. man uh, cut down question is a good question, man. Because you know, can you give Alex five minutes and then take him out? Because it take you three four to get into a flow if you've been on right. the bench for a while, right? Or am I going to play him in for a minute or two? You know. Yep. All right. That's a lot. That was good. Yeah. I'm glad we had Maurice Watson back on this thing. We need to have this is like a frequent guest type of deal here. Uh, yeah, I just love the way you, I just love the way you man. think the game. Like I just think you know the more the more the more people hear that, I hope they listen because like the game oh, is yeah. more complicated than missing shots, making shots. Like it is. It's, it's like you got to go through. It's, yeah. it's a lot. It's, it's it's a lot, man. This game, this game. Now that I'm a pro, I, I I see. I step back and see all the warnings that I was got from it, and this game can be the best thing, and it can also be the worst thing. It can be. It it can. It can. It can, it can make you hate hate playing it, and it can make you just feel like you on top of the world. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, I don't know how to really. Like, I can cook. I don't know how to draw. I don't know how to rap. I can't. I can't build anything like. Like, listen, my wife put together the bed frames and the, the, the coffee tables and stuff like that. She picked out the, the house. Like, she knows how to do applications for the house and the car mm-hmm. and credit. Like, everything with us as basketball players, you go to school, they put you in an apartment. They put you in this. They give you a meal plan. So now with life stuff, she has to do all of those things. But I know the one thing that I can do is play basketball, though. Yeah. So I only watch Sports Center. Uh, I still watch every single Creighton game on this ten minute white and blue review thing from 2016 up until now. I don't. I watch them every day. Just when I'm bored, I just sit there and, and I and I go through good basketball, good time in my life, right? Like so. Yeah. Um, man, I'm I'm happy that I still have that relationship to where I can come to Omaha because I would love to have my family come live here for two three years to at least see what I went through, how I experienced, you know, yeah. see the good parts of it. Because I don't want everyone to think it's bad there. Mm-hmm. That's great, man, and I, and I would love for my kids to be. I'd love for my kids to spend a couple years being raised in creating games and then that creating culture. See what that environment's like. Yeah, see what it's like, man. Because I mean, I love, I love being a part of it. And one thing that I will not do is make it seem like it did not change my life um, positively, mm. right? Like that bad word of mouth tends to take over the positive word of mouth. But I will not act like I didn't go to a great institution or that I didn't meet a bunch of great people and that I didn't. Uh, wasn't wasn't two months away from me from from uh, reaching the dream that I set out to before mm-hmm. some unfortunate events. So I will not make it seem like that. I have kids that I meet from there, families who I still go to their houses. I love that city, so I won't let one bad incident affect how I feel about it. And that's really what I wanted to get by coming onto the podcast, letting people know I still watch the games. I'm still tuned in, just as I would if I was playing there. You know, gotcha. and, and, I, and, I, and I wish the best for these guys. I wish the best for these guys, man. Like I still, and I still say we, like I'm, I'm still a part of that. Like, you know, so I want, I wish the best for these guys. I don't want them to take anything I said today kind of out of context in a negative way. But I, like I said, if they hear it, they hear it, they don't, they don't. But everything with me is me. It's real, it's genuine. And you know, I got the best. My phone's always on. My, my Twitter's always open. You want to reach out to me. I respond. I see everything, you know, that's me. Hey, I, I had you, I had, you, I had, you, on, I had you on because I knew it was going to be fire. I knew it was going to be real, so. Glad you. Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me on, man, for sure. All right, man, go uh, go hang out with those kids. Um, enjoy that family. Uh, I'm really Definitely. happy for you. I uh, hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and everything. Stay safe. I will, man. man. Happy New Year, man, and stay in touch. And stay in touch, too. You know, I'm for sure. Um, and we will get together when I, when I start coming to pick your brain for some ideas. No doubt, no doubt. All right, later, man.